Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So here we have our first Patreon pick of 2023. And to say so myself, it's two very good options I put out for people to vote on. I don't know either. I know of them, hmm. but I've not seen, obviously, either of them. And no, I, don't really, I don't really know what they are. Right. Okay. Well, they're two kind of like gangster-related films. The choice was between Goodfellas and Scarface. Surprisingly, I thought... Goodfellas might have swung the vote, but uh, it t- turns out people want to hear your thoughts on Scarface. Is that a cruel thing? Is that what you're laughing at? No, but it's kind of funny because of the fact that we've mentioned like last episode, I think, where we were talking about I was re-watching, but you was watching Breaking Bad series for the first time as well. And that's like drug-related, mm-hmm. crystal meth. And Scarface is, is about a, a, like a drug empire. Oh, Basically, really? so is it crystal it, meth as well. It's, it's cocaine. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's uh, Colombian stuff. So, are we going to have like Gloria in it from um, Modern Family? No, no, no. no. There's before her. <laughs> no, but I meant somebody yeah. like like right, her character. Okay. I wouldn't say. Oh, because so. it's God. It's going to be like a gangster thing. So you're not going to have a sassy lady, are you? No, you 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 sort of do, but the you'll you like kind of see the bitches instead. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this, but to be honest, you might people... get some. You might get some enjoyment out of it now because of what you say, like the hype up of going through Bacon Brad and it's like gripping story and stuff. So this is like yeah, but you told me that this one's like three hours long, near enough, and my attention span's not that long. That's why I can put up with Breaking Bad because it's like short, forty-five minute intervals. You say that, but then we end up watching things <laughs> that <are> like forty-five, <laughs> like forty-five, fifty minutes a piece, and then we're right on to the next one, and it's like you know. Two hours gone. So. True, true, true. But again, with that, it's like a you don't kind of realise it. No, and it way, doesn't feel as bad because you know you can pause it whenever and mm-hmm. come back to it, I yeah, guess, where yeah. I think we're going to have to have a break in this. I don't think I can sit still for three hours. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> but you, you tend to do that anyway. <laughs> anyway, we'll go to the little synopsis I'll read out for you. Mm-hmm. That's about Tony Montana and his close friend Manny build a strong drug empire in Miami. What are you laughing at? Manny, because that's glorious. Um... Yeah, no, it's son, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the same one. <laughs> However, as his power begins to grow, so does his ego and his enemies, and his own paranoia begins to plague his empire. The moral of the story is just don't do drugs, isn't it? As Comes... Bill Knight says, um, oh, well, no, he doesn't say that, and then he just says... Bill Knight, yeah. yeah. And then he says, but become, become a rock star. And <laughs> you get them for free. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing this again in 4K, no less. So On the new telly. Yeah. So it should be a really good <laughs> experience. So we'll be yeah, back. Yeah, blood and everything everywhere. Yeah. We'll be back with our thoughts. All I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? That piece of shit up there, I never liked him. I never trusted him. For all I know, he had me set up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed. But that's history. I hear he's not. Do you want to go on with me? Do say it. You don't? Then you make a move. Disgustingly over the top and super dated, I predict Mrs. P will hate it. <laughs> That's what Mark, one of our patrons, commented on the poll. So for, he so... basically, did he vote for this as well? Yeah. So he voted for it yeah. so that he would hate it. Yeah, so Is... he's putting you through the ringer. That's just mean. 
It's not wrong. But do you sort of agree with that yeah, statement not, then? It's yeah, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so long, Paul. It was just long. Like, Admi- admittedly, comparatively to what Goodfellas is, I thought Goodfellas was like the same length, but it's not. It's like 20 minutes shorter. Goodfellas is shorter? Yeah, by 20 minutes. 20 minutes of life, I could have got back. <laughs> so you felt that you really felt the, the runtime drag on this one? Yeah, I did. I I, struggle, I struggled. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I started having to do other things in between because it was like, I, I can't. This is just... And even if you walked out of the room, I feel like you wouldn't miss much. You kind of knew what was going to happen. All right. And also the character, I just I felt... So Tony, as a character, like Mark said, for me, I would hate it because he's come from nothing... And you're really rooting for him as the underdog and you're like, yeah, go on, Tony, hmm. and all of that. And you want him to be successful. You want him to pop off Frank and him become the bigwig. But then he turns into this horrible monster of a man, which everyone does when they've got more money, money and money power. Money corrupts people, yeah. And then basically after that, he's he goes downhill. And no one wants to see that in a character progressivenessness. <laughs> Do we? We want the character to be from nothing and then, you know, the middle stage where he was, where he was, like, top just, of his game. Just, yeah, start, start getting there and then kind of, like, level out at that point and then yeah. not rather than just go completely downfall spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Because you root for him initially and then at the end you hate him and you're like, oh, well, great, I'm, I want him to die, he deserves it. And it took no, I get that. three yeah. hours. To tell that story. To tell that like story. Was, you think it could have been, what, two hours? Didn't need, didn't need the extra 50 minutes there. I don't even know what made it so long, like, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. I feel like the structure could have personally like benefited more if it had, like, a, a structure, like, at first hour where it's kind of, like, learned about his, you know, obviously from coming over from Cuba with the mm-hmm. whole Fidel Castro political refugee nonsense yeah. that was going on at the at the start of that. And sort of like a build up to like his first, the first gig basically, where he's like, you know, been hired to do get the cocaine from that dealer and everything, and that going wrong and everything, or to a point where, you know, he he's hired to be a hitman for one of the the, the communists mm-hmm. at, th- at that point. And th- that'd be the first half. Then the second hour being more about him, his slow increase to becoming more of a, a top dog in the empire <laughs> of of the the drugs and everything. And then the 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 third act, he's like he's at the peak, and then he's downfall. But it doesn't quite go to that extent, really. I think it might if you like had almost like chapters. If it worked like that, that would probably have been a bit more. Yeah. Had more time to develop. <laughs> had more time to develop, but um, in in a more concise way, I suppose. Really, if anything, I, I, I noticed this time. Even know which one took the longest. Like I can't yeah. even say. I think for me, it would have kept me on my toes a little bit if it was. You had flashbacks from him being younger, younger or whatever. Actually, kind of being one of those like Kill Bill kind of vibes. I think yeah. keep you on your toes a little bit more. The dialogue was so boring, like, and also really hard to understand. We did honestly, we did have to put the subtitles on again because yeah, even I, I was can... even I was we turned the volume way up and I was like, I I, it's been a while. I can't remember what he's actually saying. <laughs> Um, Tony Montana is saying because he's obviously his accent is like very hard to decipher. So it's like, yes, and you subtitles. can't even lip read because it doesn't look like yeah. the same thing uh, that he's coming yeah. out of his mouth. The subtitles I don't think were completely one hundred percent accurate. To be fair, even with people who are normally speaking normally, but um... well, then there were bits where they were speaking in Spanish, and it was like S- speaking in Spanish, and it's like, oh, well, that's really helpful. But- but obviously, that's that's not of great importance for the. But the, when the you've viewer. got the subtitles on, you do, you read it, and then it's like, well, clearly, yes, I'm aware they're speaking in Spanish. But I just, I can't. I really am. I'm hoping you're coming with loads of reasons why this is a fantastic film because I just felt like it wasted my time. I would not go back and watch it because I don't have a spare three hours. I've already given it three hours. I'm not going to give it any more than that. Like, it's. His demise is, yeah, it, swiftly, it, you know, in three hours' time he does die. Yeah. Which, actually, I was quite grateful for in the end. He deserved to die and I wanted him to die. I didn't enjoy the fact that he ruined everybody's life around him. Tim, yeah, like his mother says when he goes to see it, like, everything you touch kind of just goes to pot, really. And you just drag everybody down. 
with you. You can't see that you've. There's like a good and bad element to the films, like oh, I'm a good guy and the bad guy kind of thing. But it's like that. Where's that fine line? I guess with how he thinks. He's he good is. and bad. Yeah. yeah. I think he thinks That's... he's good because he's doing good by people and he's giving them money and helping them. Yeah. But at the same time, how he's doing that and getting that money is bad. bad. Yeah. But so it's not, it's not kind of anti-hero-esque in any way, shape or form. He thinks that he might think that. But I think he really... has to think that to get himself by, to kind of justify what he's doing. It's like Walt in um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, And I feel like this is going to be kind of that demise with Walt. Within this, he'll eventually get to the top and then he'll go downhill. He's already going downhill as a character anyways. Yeah, we're on, just for context, we're on season five now on the last leg of the, the story, so... So I think he'll probably either die or he'll be the big wig and be an absolute ass. And I think that's the same thing. And you've got these lovely characters around, like Manny within Scarface, which I do think he's yeah, he's a bit of a sleazeball, he's a bit of a ladies' man. He flirts with everything he sees. But he seems to always do good by Tony. He's always loyal. And he really likes Tony's sister. Like, he's smitten by her. And this film couldn't even give me that. Did you kind of know where that was going with that when... Firstly, he's kind of sees his sister all going oh, up. Yeah. He's like, hey, don't don't be touching my or go anywhere near my sister. And but like, why not? Like, I don't understand like why Tony don't want that when Manny is his best man within the business. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Rather than some sleaze ball you don't know, you know I, him. Like I know, it it just seemed kind of strange. Normally in like Italian mobster films, like maybe like The Godfather or or something like that, where it's all like family based, you know, my yeah. cousin and everything. Oh yeah, a friend, friend of the family, and you kind of bring them in. It's like you're all kind of close knit, and mm. yeah, you don't mind about my sister. Obviously, you kind of protective because that's just just how the either the arrogance or just how how they are mm. with how they are. no one's good enough for my kid sister or which is lovely, but at the same time, it's but... like well, let her live her life. You know, you can't yeah, always be like that. that. And I think the way that that ended with Tony killing Manny, I I didn't expect that. No. I knew once he were getting there and he was getting hit up, like, but like, if he'd have said that at the beginning, I wouldn't have thought that friendship would have... Ended the way it did. No. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like a, a sad situation that it comes to that, but that's just... That obviously, that, last, that very last part is kind of like all kind of accumulates to the climax. Everything's kind of just going just apeshit with how it, how it ends. Like, just everybody's kind of like that, kind of like melodramatic, how this all kind of escalates at the end with everything going on but he took frank's spot basically and he did what they did to him basically to frank so how he can't expect that to not come around yeah and calm there's always someone the there's always someone to try to knock you off your perch if you're yeah. the top dog you know every, it's the thing of power isn't it you like I, that's just man's thing the need for greed of you know whether it's power money or women yeah, yeah. speaking of women we had um frank's like I don't really know what she was to him. Guess wife. I'd, I don't I'd think say. she was really, but like his like mistress, mistress or main girl yeah. kind of. Yeah. And what was her name? In the film or the in actress? the well, you can tell us both. Michelle Pfeiffer played Elvira. Elvira, Elvira I've never pronounced it. But... Did I say Alavira and you laughed <laughs> yeah. at me? <laughs> yeah. She's she's absolutely stunning. Like she is. She's like a perfect Barbie doll. Like everything yes, about stick her. thin and everything, but. Pristine yeah, blonde, blonde and, and everything, but a bit of a cokehead, yeah. yeah. Which is never great, you know, if you have to get <laughs> no. by life like that, it's quite yeah. sad. And it just shows within this film you can have all the money in the world and be miserable. That's what I think the kind of film is going for ultimately, especially at the back end. There's like that shot where Tony's like sitting in his big bathtub, everyone's kind of like left the room, it's like, oh, what do I, you know, I don't need anybody, I just trust myself. And it kind of just pans out and it's just like he's just in the room, completely empty, just murmuring to himself. And it's like, yeah, that's it. money just cannot buy you everything in that regard. No, it, just... it can help you get by and everything. And, you know, a steady life is a more relaxing night to sleep. But at the same time, not in that case because of how he's got it, everyone's after him. He's just got that paranoia at the end of like with the security cameras, like why is there a van there? I've been, right, been watching them for three, three days straight. What's what's that all about? And it's like you, you're a crazy man, like Manny says. But uh, interesting about Manny though, or the, the actor. Manny. Yeah. 
and sort of speaking of Breaking Bad. Was he our Jesse? No, no, I was meaning like he he was actually in Breaking Bad because like when I looked it up, like the actor thing, he kind of looks familiar. Was he the ones at the beginning with Tuco? No, he's part of the Hector Salamanca who's also in this. Okay, yeah, yeah, you did point that out, but (laughs) it was a very younger one. Yeah, yeah, he was. But he is the was it? It was season four, wasn't it? When um, kind of introduced to that that instance where you kind of kind of the um, Cuban guy who's like with the the pool and everything. He has a like party where Jesse's brought in and he's like, oh no, you can't have a, this special drink that he pops open. Yeah. He's the guy, you know the. He's Manny. Yeah, yeah. Initially, um, killed Gus's partner. Partner initially. Doesn't look anything like him. He's yeah. beefed out, hasn't yeah. he? In that, ooh, that's what age does, isn't it? But he's the same guy, yeah. I would have never. <laughs> I thought you were either going to say like the two brothers, you know. Oh no, the no, twins no, or something. No. But then I realised well, no, no, he was a lot shorter. And well, they were quite young in Breaking Bad, so that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah, true. How old is this film? Nineteen eighty-three. So it kind of reflects the time period, anyway, because it's the eighties. And when was the... Godfather done? A lot like early on. Godf- Godfather. Well, I'm just wondering because yeah. is it like a similar kind of niche with like the kind of. Well, I guess that's... Is, is that the Mafia? Italian Mafia, yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of... This is a different... Yeah, it's kind of Mafia-esque, but it's, this is more heavily on the drug side of things. Side of things and they do have, though, yeah. something to do with the horse in Godfather. Horse's head, yeah. And obviously, Tony says, I could eat a horse, meaning, like, he's that ravenous, yeah. he could eat a yeah. horse. Is that... I don't know... It, what the horse's head is in Godfather is relevant. It's in somebody's bed, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Because I know that in the Godfather, the Al Pacino who plays uh, Tony Montana in this, he's in Godfather. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd say... Does he speak better, then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's just because of the, the Colombian accent, which I think I, some of the people when it first came out probably had a lot of problems with with being like that, really. Like how how you're representing all Cubans as like drug dealers. <laughs> oh yeah, true. So the kind of thought casted him for this after the fact of The Godfather. Yeah, so he's a lot younger. Let's have a look. A bit younger. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. So to play that kind of. So is that all the kind of roles he does then? Um. <laughs> just feels like it's a niche thing that that's he just plays a druggie. I guess so, but he's just a certain. Things like the action, yeah, gangster type roles he might play looking through. They're kind of never been in a romance then film, no. Uh, (laughs) Not that type of guy. Scent of a woman, I don't know if that's (laughs) a romance. That's a drama as well, so. Hmm. He's in Jack and Jill, which is an Adam Sandler film, so I think that's a low low point. (laughs) I think that's kind of scraping the barrel there. (laughs) Yeah, so I I thought I'd kind of bring that up about the Breaking Bad thing, because how. The, the the structure of this being like three hours would do you think it would if it was like a series like Breaking Bad where it's kind of like in episodic sections mm. that would probably be more easy to digest and there's probably more character development isn't it like you say I think for... that I think that would help and as well I think it's within Breaking Bad there's a little bit of lightheartedness comedy element there's a bit of to it, yeah and yeah. it works better whereas it, this really isn't it, it is literally just action slash really kind of political slash yeah. just a bit of a bollock yeah. of dialogue. Like, the dialogue is just really boring. It's not, like, it doesn't grip you or keep you on your toes or anything like that. Yeah. It, there's, I don't really know. I, I think there's most of the quotes come from Tony, to be particularly honest. Yeah, and the only one that is the back-end one that I can remember. Yeah, say hello to my little friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the main. That's the one. iconic one. Obviously, it's the iconic scene we're having the shootout with. And funnily enough, I knew that one before I'd even watched this. Yeah. Like I, I knew it. I just didn't know where it was from. Yet again, <laughs> but I just feel like for the length of it and for the way that the women are trapped in it as well, it's just like it just annoys me that that's used to be a thing and could still be a thing in other countries. Also, do they not believe in their worth? Like you've got. Aloe vera or whatever her name is <laughs> and she all she does is look beautiful that's literally her job yeah have a pretty dress have a cigarette in your hand or whatever like don't get me wrong she's stunning but what is her purpose what is her worth yeah i mean she won't even entertain the idea of having a child with tony after he kind of like 
kills off Frank and his cronies and like, oh, you marry him. I don't think like, she ever wanted children. I don't think no. she she really, she ain't no. that kind of character. She, yeah, well, she kind of said, like, oh, if there's nanny involved, like, yeah. to look after it, because, like, I don't want to look after the child. I'm too hoity-toity for that, kind of dealing with the changing nappies and stuff. And yeah, so. can't get real, can she? Yeah. And the way, like, Tony treats his sister, like, at the end, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, she sees it as he just wanted her. Like, well, well, she I to say she made it more weird than that. But it's more of, like, a, a, like pretending, like, because she just wanted revenge on it, because that's what mm. the, this was. she thought this was all about with him. That's, like, if he can't have her, no one can, can. type of thing. So it's, like, your best friends had to be murdered because of this. So, therefore, you must want me to think you're some in some sick kind of way. It's a bit sick and twisted way it ended, really. And then it kind of was great that he, he died and he obviously <laughs> fell in his big mansion pool at the yeah. bottom but of the his balcony. Wild is yours statue that is, he falls into. It's like you know, he just plummeted mm. off the, the world so it's no longer yours anymore. It's what a waste. Of life or? Well, yeah, of everything. Like all his money. Where is that going to go to? What's that going to do now? You've killed off your main man. Your empire yeah. that you built up, like who's going to take the, over? So, Sosa guy will probably take over now because it's always henchmen who were there at the end yeah. to the big shoot off and everything, really. But it's, I mean, it's kind of deserving. But it's it's interesting the fact that I'd I'd kind of glossed over, I suppose, since last time I saw her, about how that comes about with the obviously the final confrontation because Tony was hired with this the Alberto who played the who plays Hector Salamanca in Breaking Bad. <laughs> Oh yeah. To to take out one of the like I guess congressmen or one of the people who were involved with like the stirring pull kicking up a lot of fuss about yeah. the other guy like Sosa and the other associates of the you know, the dodgy dealings going on. So it's like, right, you've got to take out this guy, but when it becomes apparent that oh, this the family who this bomb's attached to in the car, it's like I ain't it's good that he's got standards there, it's like I ain't killing no yeah, family members off you. So there's there's sort of a good side to him there at least but ultimately that's his undoing because because he didn't do the bad thing the congressman person whatever would have been killed off and then everything would have been glossed over and everything would have been approached at the end so it's kind of like a double-sided coin it's like where do you stand on the morals of of who should live who should die and the yeah. kind of corruption what level of corruption you should go to i suppose no that's I, kind of what's kind of find interesting about this on this watch I guess you're right, really. I do think he at least he had some morals behind him, but at the same time, he didn't. And it, it, it depended on who it was. Like, by the end of it, though, once he'd kind of stuck up for that and it had all gone downhill, it's like, well, actually, you killed Manny. Because of that sort of double standard he had with it. He was all right taking Frank's wife, yeah, taking over his business, but it's not okay to for anybody to be around his sister. But why wouldn't but he want her to be happy? It was fine to give her like the thousand dollars for to set herself up, and she kind of does. She takes that money and she becomes as a bit more of a glamorous yeah lifestyle. But then he's like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I don't know. Yeah, and then he he kind of almost got a regret on that fact because everybody's that interested in is like he also pays for a salon and yeah. a good life and everything like that. And he does obviously secretly love her and care for her, but at the same time not for her best interest in, like, a romantic aspect. I know it wasn't necessarily there was a romantic aspect, like, he wanted Oh, no, to... I mean, he just didn't yeah. want anyone else to have her, I think yeah. that's what yeah. it was. He didn't want her himself, no, he just no. didn't, like, anybody, the thought of no. anyone else being with her. Because, I mean, at the, by the end, he's he's pretty much a shell of a man in terms of, like, how he's... he's like, that, that restaurant scene where he's kind of, like, just sat slumped in the chair, yeah. so he's, like, just phased out and just, like, not... So disinterested by. I think he actually wanted it's to like, die. To be fair, he was like kind like, of. I'm here. Like, where else is there to go? This, the ceiling through the ceiling. I think that's what's sad, though, yeah. isn't it? Like when you even if you go for like a famous actress or pop star or anything like that, when they've made it, the only, the only way place to... to go is down. Yeah. 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 Sadly, that's the sad fact of things, isn't it? Everyone's kind of like wanting you to slip up somewhere. It's just because like ah. Uh, you see it didn't work out so well for you did it kind of thing after you know those haters that you get of mm. <laughs> it's like when you peak and then you, sadly you you could think that about like no this sounds awful like britney spears and i know a lot of people have kind of looking after her and kind of going out for her but she really peaked in the early 2000s like she was the main pop star out there mm-hmm. and it just shows like how life can but isn't that also down to like a family 
It is, yeah. But there's a lot of things that like, obviously that she allowed at the same time. So there's, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's a strange one. And like it's even ju- with it... drugs with pop stars as well, when they kind yeah. of are no longer here and like the half your age and they die. But I don't know if they have mountains of cocaine like to sat on the table like. <laughs> I don't really know what they were actually snorting up the nose because obviously it wasn't cocaine that well, I don't. <laughs> oh, who yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah. Unless it's flour, I, I don't really know yeah. what you're allowed to snort up your nose really. Without being harmful to you. Yeah, I don't know. Cause it, to some extent, it must do something, like, you know, even just for that, like, just the I fact of doing it. if it creates a lot of bogeys. <laughs> That's your main concern, there. <laughs> White bogeys. Like, you'd have thought. Dust, dusted. <laughs> yeah, picking your nose. And... What do you think? No, I wouldn't have thought that in a million years, <laughs> to be honest. That aspect. <laughs> Why wouldn't you think that? It's going up your nose. Like... If you sneezed, it goes yeah. over. <laughs> Big dust cloud. <laughs> Is that no? I, know you, I know you sniff it up quite good, yeah. but I don't actually know that because I, no. I've never done I'd, it. But... I'd never do that. No, nothing. I, 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 the, the fact of doing that is just, no. Cause it, I mean, you see that in, um, remember from Pulp Fiction, yeah. when um, uh, Mia, she's like doing that, snorting that stuff and she has like a, a like a, what's like a, nosebleed brain aneurysm whatever mm-hmm. is going on it's like just have an ep- episode of that and it's like yeah i couldn't deal with that stress of anxiety thinking, uh, thinking like that, that could, could easily just happen just like goes that shot goes too far or whatever i don't know Ugh. yeah no but in terms of the the grittiness and stuff would you say like i know recently we watched like saturday night fever does it i feel like there's a bit more of a glamorousness to it because it's it's kind of more Seems more clean, doesn't it? Like with obviously the fancy place in Miami and stuff, the building, everything, and and the the clean rooms. Yeah, it, everything that. just and it's not as gritty and dark. Even though there's a lot of shooting and a lot yeah. of, I think it doesn't hit as hard as like Saturday Night Fever at the end does. I know that sounds stupid, mm. but actually, if you had to ask me which one I would prefer, be that yeah, it'd be Saturday Night Fever. It was more of a gripping story in the end than this. Does that down to just length and how it's condensed? Yeah, and I think this one's just like a... It, it kind of is one of those, like, a romance to me is a gangster film. Right. It's like, oh, underdog, boy meets girl. Oh, girl can't get boy. Oh, he kills the bad guy to get on top. It's like that kind of just... It's the emotions that this any kind of gangster film goes through. It just took three hours yeah. to get through the emotions, okay. yeah. and that's how I see it. Whereas Saturday Night Fever, I went in thinking, oh, it's about das- dancing, dancing and discos, yeah. and then it gave you a bit extra. Some of it I didn't really appreciate the extra, but no, at least I, it kept me on my toes. I, I guess, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that, yeah. it's You kind of know what you're getting into with a film like this from the get-go almost. Yeah. I think what sticks for a lot of people really is just Al Pacino's performance as Scarface in this. <laughs> the film... It's called Scarface, only really touches upon the fact that he's got a scar at the beginning and that's it. There's nobody like, hey, Scarface or anything no. like that. It's just Tony Montana. But um, the film is loosely based on a novel from the 1920s. And this is a loosely based remake of 1930s movie. So, which I know I've got on the shelf. I haven't watched in like comparatively or anything like that. You watch it but, in your own time. But, um, but I think it's been more of that more typical mob boss kind of Italian thing maybe is something as opposed to like it being like about the Cuban crisis, this, immigrant crisis or anything. But I think with this, it's one of those things for me. I remember watching Godfather at a young age mm-hmm. and absolutely hating it. And it was around Christmas time as well that Dad put it on. I think that's kind of weird. Really. And it was like, oh, we have to no, watch. How many is there? Like, I, I there's like three. We, there's we three. watched all of them. I haven't. Have I seen the third one? I don't think I've seen the third one. No, I've heard just terrible things about it. We watched all of them. And one, I don't know how... In one sitting. Or like, like broken up over the, the holiday period, which I find I is kind like, of weird yeah. to watch it at Christmas. Yeah. To personally. I but was only little. I don't remember being... You don't remember the horse's head then? Or anything like that? Or... No. It's like, I found like, what age? I don't really know. Maybe like 11. No, okay. There's not... Yeah, I just find that's kind of odd really yeah yeah so do i and i think this is kind of like why i've got a little bit of a i i, I don't anything this film 
Right, okay. Is weird. I don't hate it, hate it, but I don't really love it. And I just feel a bit nothing Indifferent, it. yeah. It's just, it's there. Okay. Yeah, he gave a good performance. Do I like the character? No. It's all about him. I'd have preferred a story about Manny. My underdog kind of thing. That's 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 a me kind of thing. In, what did you think of the quality of 4K as well on this? I mean... <laughs> I still thought it was quite grainy. Yeah, so, so they can only do so much with the footage they've got. But um, last I saw it would probably been on... I think I had a Blu-ray prior to that. But I think it's a slight step up from what it was. It's not like, wow, night and day difference probably. But it's just more like... <laughs> not that that has anything to do with like how the film is or anything like that. It's not one of those really colourful films, like, wow, you can the colours pop or anything like that, but it just makes like everything a bit more sharper with the, the detail and stuff and the faces and things like that, and the, maybe the sweat. You can see a bit more clearly a when there's that sweat. sweat and stuff. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a, a good quality standard for what you had to offer, but I wasn't like, wow, this is breathtakingly... No. ...thing, I can't believe, you know, like... It's sort of seen in a new light or anything like that. But, I mean, to be fair, there's not, like, a lot of colours. I mean, there is, obviously, like, the red carpet that is in his room and, like, the the, the dark the dark and gold-coloured room that he's in and stuff where he's got his desk Very with his coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the picture being painted of them yeah, two on the wall. Yeah, and all and that kind of stuff. He gets his tiger. Oh, yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. He wants... Well, he gets both, and he? he gets the, the tiger of the, the woman that he... Yeah. Once and also actual a tiger, which, which yeah, for cruel. that one one scene, and then that's that's that bit done, <laughs> moved on, yeah. So, so anything things like that. Speaking of that, it's like there's not much brought back on. There's kind of like a montage bit, obviously, like when he's kind of almost like after the Frank scenario, he's, he's done just right. Now I'm going to take over, and he's obviously like going into the bank with all the money. Like he makes stuff. it, but it doesn't seem to be made up for long. I think mm-hmm. it's more the progression of him. It, Becoming where he is in that montage, and then almost like cut to like I'm a miserable bastard. Yeah, <laughs> with for the rest of the film. Yeah, again. So I think the, yeah, he could have benefited there probably a bit more of a enjoying it a little bit more. Kind of a lighthouse. Like, oh, like things that start cracks coming in, mm-hmm. but then ultimately by as it progresses from the rest of the film, it kind of like oh, it's getting worse and worse and worse, and then kind of a snap or just I just don't care anymore aspect to it would have. Maybe worked a bit better, but what do you think they could have cut to make it not three hours? Um, that's a good question because I'm thinking, obviously, like with the steps of how things are with like all the whole maybe the political side of things, but I think that's kind of important because it's probably addressing those aspects of what was going on at the time, mm-hmm. really. Um, I think the director kind of like wants to focus. Wanted to focus on that particularly, and I I think it just yeah so twenty minutes maybe maybe two hours and thirty, but it's maybe just shaving off little bits here and here and there really and just tighten it up a bit maybe reduce but, the dialogue I think a little bit as well. I feel like this was mainly dialogue driven, which is you normally liking. Yeah, but it book. wasn't really gripping. Or felt like it was that quotable as such. Maybe yeah, because you're like, like what's, what's he saying? Oh, maybe, but also <laughs> yeah. not like keeping you on the edge of your seat either. Mm, okay. Like I wasn't hooked. I feel like if we weren't reviewing this, I'd have probably gone an no, hour and a half it. in. Like, oh, I can't be bothered with the other hour right. and a half. Okay. I'd just tell me what happens and we'll put something else on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of makes you think now, would, well, obviously that's not how the vote worked, but like with Goodfellas... I feel like there would that one. There's there's a lot of key scenes like peppered throughout that, and it's like that. That's memorable. There's that's fairly quotable. I feel like this with... is quite hard as well to think of a memorable scene in this, apart from the end where he dies. Like the rest of it, I find that quite hard to think. Oh, that was a brilliant scene. I get what you mean. Yeah, it all merges and just comes a bit like scrambled spaghetti on my plate, like. I don't know, it just seems to be like one of those things that where you'll say Scarface at the end of the year and I'll be like, what was that one again? Like, I really think that this oh, is well, okay. going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> where I'll just archive it into my dump file. Sorry, everyone. 
Mark, Mark was right then. Yeah, he was right. He knows me too well. It was too long. Was it too over the top with how the actions were, or was it kind of was that just more the end part? I enjoyed the end. Because <laughs> it was like, yes. Yeah. It's kicking off. It's actually happening. Something. Yeah. It was like, it just was like, things were actioned, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel intense. It didn't feel, I don't know. I never, like, even when they went into that place at the, the first job they did, and there was like, there was a gun, and I was like, oh, there's a gun behind that person's head, and then they were chopping some people's arms off. Yeah. That was like, kind of okay. And then after that, it just kind of went a bit sublime, like everything was not really action based or anything like that. Sublime. Yeah, like a, a quiet kind of. We're using the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. Sublime means like, oh, that's really that was really great. Yeah, well, that's what I think. That's what his life became. Like yeah. it was like he literally did that one job, and then his life wasn't that tricky. Then after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't see a bit more struggle. Yeah. Thing within that. There yeah, wasn't cause... actually much action. <laughs> a lot more talking. Yeah, yeah. Effing and jeffing. And being a big man, and I'm yeah. just like. But I don't know about Goodfellas. Um, Mum said it was more like Godfather. She thought that's why she voted for this one. All right. Well, so she thought I wasn't going to like that one. No. I, to be fair, I don't think I'd have liked either. No, I don't know. But I've, certainly for this year, I don't think they'll be we'd be doing the Goodfellas every another time in the future. But Thank God. Yeah. Just let let's this be the one like mafia film yeah. that we do. <laughs> of the year. Yeah. Of the year. Yeah. Because Sophie can't live otherwise if, if you do too many. I refuse to mm-hmm. join. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Can you tell me why this is a good film then? Not to put you on the spot, but like what you no, see I, I honest... is a classic or is it a classic? Is it one of those? It's, it, no, it's definitely seen by a lot of people as, as being that really. I think it's like, I w- personally, I wouldn't say, especially on reflection of this, it wouldn't say it was like the best gangster movie. It's definitely good in, in terms of how, I say, the lead's performance really is what, is the big selling point of, of the film. Um not nothing particularly for on on, on my side of the thing, but I know this is a quite a big influence in hip hop culture. Because of the music? No, I think it's just the whole like, you know, how maybe that's kind of stereotyping like how hip hop artists like, like, like the drugs thing and having the like mafia <laughs> type of thing yeah. and like or being referred to as like the Scarface with the the cocaine aspect or all that kind of stuff, but it, or just it's just it, it resonates with them in some capacity. But that's nothing on, on what I I see it as I just thought I'd bring that up. But right. for me, I mean, just how how he acts and just how he's, it's it's kind of an interesting build, and especially in those those moments where he's kind of just sat there in a room, you know, in, in his in his own thoughts or whatever, and all like just this level of paranoia and it's just like seeing how whether he's going to snap or how he's going to react with mm-hmm. with people and stuff i think it's that's what's the, the the big selling point really with with him more than anything else the other ones kind of like sideline characters are, are fairly solid they do the the part nothing to say like manny didn't do a good job or anything like that but obviously he's more the sympathetic friend he's kind of like been there from the beginning and everything but yeah and you obviously want the best for him, but it just doesn't work out that way for him. It's just like a forbidden love that can't happen, and it's like accumulates to just that drastic ending. At the... yeah, yeah, no, you're right. There was another line that I wrote down, hmm. which was, "I always tell the truth, even when I lie," and that was when he was in like the restaurant having a bit of a like always thrombie, good, yeah, bad guy, and it's like yeah. that's a backhanded thing if I, anyone said that because. He just convinces himself that he's telling the truth even though he's lying. Like, that's how he has to get by. Mm-hmm. Like, a coping mechanism of, you know... Yeah, some... he's always right that no that anyone disputes that. But also, I think he lies, but then he believes his lies. So, yeah. in his head, they become the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a double negative? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's a bit psychotic, really. Well, we know that, yeah. <laughs> just how he gets from that, the drug addiction and stuff like Don't get high on your own supply, but... Ultimately, he does really. Yeah, constantly. And uh, what's the other thing of like the other rule is don't underestimate what the greed of the other person is, which you know he follows quite well as well. Like, you know, he wants he wants his Frank's wife. He wants to be the top dog. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So he's doesn't last as long as Frank. No, doesn't. But that's what you get when you have like very powerful enemies, I suppose. 
Yeah, I don't know how he sleeps at night, to be fair. That's why he has all the cameras mm. in that's, his... That's what he's again, convincing himself with that. It's like, oh, you know, throwing all this money at it. Just like, oh, well, it makes me, makes me sleep well at night, knowing that I've kind of got security. But it's like, yeah, but how, can you trust even trust the people who are setting up that? Or mm. where's the money going to? Like, it's got too much money to, to handle it, kind of put it into the bank without overcharging for the rates and stuff. And that is, I guess, the, the, the bank manager or who's dealing with his funds knows about the situation to an extent he must do because like where's all this money coming from yeah no, he's not questioning yeah, that yeah, is he yeah he reminds yes. me of um the lawyer in breaking bad yeah, a little better bit. call Saul. Yeah, yeah 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 Saul goodman yeah so i mean you can think about this like that breaking bad is like a modern day type of breaking bad is there, but... so much better than this no i absolutely i agree with that that because of that having the episodic length to mm-hmm. invest in characters and you care for them, more for, for them, them. And, and you've got the light humor the humor aspect in it. and there is light-heartedness of normalness in it mm-hmm. where i think they try to do that in this like when they're going out for meals and stuff but there's always like an atmosphere or there's always something that kicks off or yeah where it's not, I, it's I didn't done laugh in once like i don't think there's a this is a film to be laughing at to be fair but then i just didn't feel anything apart from when fair. manny died that then i was annoyed were you happy when Tony died at the end? Yeah, but that it's was like, like only like justified, an, yeah. half an hour of emotions at the end of a <laughs> yeah. two and a half uh, hour nothingness. No, two hour fifty, yeah. Wait, how long was this film? Three hours. Just just, ah, right, just right, under right. three hours, yeah. Three hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, well, I don't know if there's you've got anything else to bring up about it, really. No, no, I don't. No, I've got. I would say I've got a lot of notes with them, or just about what happened through. That's the same, film. like yeah. literally. But I feel like I can't. I feel like I've covered the main bits of when things happen. I think it's just interesting, to like how, because that is what the story is really. It's going through the the, the highs and lows of how he's starting cut you know, from a, an immigrant coming into the country, and then how he's how far he gets with rising to the top, and then his downfall because he just can't trust anybody. His paranoia gets the work the better of him. Well, his and, greed as yeah, well. Yeah, greed. Yeah, wanting everything and yeah. then pushing everybody away and not treating people with respect is going to get the backs up. And then he's creating enemies left, right, and centre. Okay. So it's his own own fault. I think the. I mean, it's fairly good with some of the cinematography they did with it, how they laid out scenes out and stuff like certain shots. I suppose it kind of somehow has that. Not so much glossiness, but I get like it's different from like outside of Night Fever had with the how like it made it all look. I guess because it's in Miami and it's like that. There was the sunshine and everything like that, rather than dreary old New York. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit more of like it that looks highlight better when stuff. it's sunnier, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. But also, I feel like initially Manny seemed like the person running everything initially. Like he was the one who got more level-headed. The yeah. green card to even yeah. get over there in the first place. Yeah. He was the one planning the killing of the... I don't know who it was, but came into... Um, it was... Rebenga. Yeah, so the political... Yeah, so obviously yeah. they did the job of that. Yeah. And then... That was the right of passage into doing... You know, Manny was the, the one day. trying to then get the jobs and deals and stuff. And he just... I think he was happy to kind of work up the ladder slowly. Yeah. Progress. Whereas Tony's like, oh, what... When he sees, like, working at the, the food truck wherever it was yeah. across from the club and it's like hey what does that guy have that i don't and it's like i i you know i deserve better than this really just wants it like get rich quick basically yeah, yeah. yeah. just i don't wait around i ain't got the time to wait around i just want to get now or yesterday yeah <laughs> whatever yeah i don't care yeah. who i stand yeah. on yeah, to yeah, get yeah. there exactly yeah that's why he's so like cocky in that first meeting with sosa in that meeting it's like he's talking speak do you speak for frank really it's like yeah just talking because he's like oh like if i big myself up here then i've got more of a chance to like say oh well, he's got something going on here this is we want the level of power mm. in the business frank's getting old now his associates kind of getting on my nerves so we'll just hang him from that helicopter and yeah flying off as right you send a message to him and all that kind of stuff and, and there's all that set up obviously from between them and frank later on but yeah it's all just storytelling in that sense of like you know Screwing over who here? <laughs> There's a lot of that, I suppose, but that's that's what you get from gangster films. 
It's got to watch your back. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thanks for the advice. Okay, now we'll go to your score. It's be interesting to know. Um, it's okay. I'm just going to say it. A five. I'm being generous there as well. Okay. It's. I could knock another point off for it being three hours and it being a four. But I feel like I've scored other films that are a lot worse than this. Like, this is... It's not the worst film out there and it isn't. The length of it kills me. Like, I just can't justify it being that long for what it is and it's just not that gripping, personally, for me. It doesn't entice me enough and I don't think I'd want to watch it again. I can understand where you're coming from with that. I think this is definitely not to make gender specifics on things, but I feel like this is more of a, a man's yeah, film. Yeah, really. I really do. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way, right. but I just... I I'm just sure, I'm sure there the are plenty of people who like... Well, like, yeah. ...females who like Scarface, but... Not this female. <laughs> yeah, or, or any <laughs> other gangster films, perhaps. Yeah, but It might be their niche, yeah. but I think majority of women would probably be like, this is just, just a waste like, of space. Just because, particularly how they're, they're treated, women are treated in... I think the w- way women are treated, I think it's the way the film portrays men and don't like how Tony's character develops at the end. I just think it's all a bit disappointing. And it's disappointingly long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that really is the killer. Yeah. No, I, I kind of understand. And but, 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 not never no, again. No. Seen it once, forget about it in like end of the year. What about you? Um, I was having to think of like when I was going through it like I feel like when I was a lot younger, this probably was like a... It probably would have been like a 10 or something. <laughs> but growing older and now, like, reflecting back on it a bit more... Not because you watched it with me with, like, a pan faces that ruined it for you. No, 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 not really. No, because it's, it's still kind of high, but not, like, ridiculous. I think it's... I think, to be honest, a lot of people would put this on a pedestal with, like... Oh, it's got the greatest film of all time in it. Never. Kind of thing or whatever. But I do, th- I do agree with you on the length. Really, I feel like you shave this down to two and a half hours. That's more than enough to tell your story with what's going on. Really, yeah. Just tighten it up a bit more. But ultimately, I'm going to score it at eight point five. Ooh, that is high. I uh, was the... waiting for a seven. <laughs> <laughs> the point five is more just. Like, as much as Tony is an ass, <laughs> to put it lightly, is um, he's what he's what drives the story. That's what keeps you invested in part it. Part of it. What do you mean for part of it? Because he, he's, he's in it all the way through. No, but I think he only I'm only invested in him for half of the film. Oh, the last, latter part of the I'm not invested in yeah. him there when he becomes yeah, yeah, a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to see how he comes along in the, the story. And there's... there's yeah, most of the the quotable lines come from him, you know, like like calling you cockroaches or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And there's a particular line, uh, remember from like an animation from work for it, where it was um, where he's in the car dealership. Elvira's like saying about the don't forget the fog lights for the the car, and he's like, oh, in case I'm going to a swamp, that's a good idea. And <laughs> yeah. I remember doing a, a animation for for work, and it was I think it was when see that when the the toilet paper crisis <laughs> was thing. I think we just had like instead of the cocaine, it was just a mountain of toilet paper or something. <laughs> we just use that line as um, then somebody do like a little find that if I find that video, I'll link that up once. Yeah, <laughs> I do. But um, but there's certain things like that. Like he's the big selling point. I think and... it works. The beginning of the film is stronger than the end. Hmm. Like him building up as a character, as a nice character so. that you root for at the beginning is great and until the middle bit where he becomes shitty Mm -hmm. and then he dies and you want him to die then by the end of it so i guess it's good because it gives you that full circle but normally if a character should go up and not down (laughs) normally yeah right well that's it done and dusted never (laughs) again (laughs) sorry patrons but that's what they asked for so hope you enjoy it yeah. Hope you enjoyed me being upset, <laughs> especially Mark, since that's literally just like, oh, Sophie will he's hate his, it. He's getting his money worth, isn't he? At yeah, least. yeah. Torture me all the way from Carlisle. <laughs> Bang out of order. Well, if you would also like to <laughs> add to the, Sophie. Suffering, the suffering of what films we, we cover, uh, you You're can. You're making ju- Nepal army, aren't you? 
Not necessarily. Yeah, you are. So if we can get some females. Come on. To to join up, sign up. Even my mum screwed me over this time. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you can join the other patrons who are Ben from Film Vloggers. Don't mention Mark, he's had enough. Yeah. Well, other than the fact that he's 100 things to learn from film. There we go. Yeah, he's, he's had enough plugging in this episode. Our friend Jones, who's yes. at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. He voted for Goodfellas. Oh, good Jones. I don't actually know. I can't really comment because I don't know either, but at least he didn't make me have to suffer three hours. Bless him. And your mum as well. Like I said, yeah. she's going to from this one, I guess. Yeah, well... <laughs> I think she thought she was trying to help me. Hmm. But to be fair, was it just the options when and neither one of them I was going to like? So she didn't really have a choice. <laughs> I was going for sort of similar ones. Yeah. The categories. But she did I... go, have you seen what Paul let me vote for? I went, no. And she's like, I don't think you're going to like either of them, but this one's better. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you would like to join us, I say. Please. To vote, you get... You get a shout out and you get to vote once a month on films we watch. Mm-hmm. And you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash SP film viewers, all one word. But where can people find us on social? So, so if they want to find us and they haven't already, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, which I don't know how to use Twitter, but Paul does, so it's fine. So if you want to talk to Paul on Twitter, then you can go find us under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Send all nice comments of SP and about me, not Paul, because he picks the crap films. <laughs> and if you want to go check out some of our other episodes, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And on those sites, you can also leave us a nice five star review as well. That'd be very much appreciated. So, all that's left to say is goodbye for now. <laughs> we do have a guest next week. We do, we do. Oh, I'm dreading that one already as well. Not the guest. Sorry, that sounded really <laughs> yeah. bad. Not the guest, but just the film. We'll leave everybody in suspense now. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And we will speak to you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.